Joining us in the studio, it's always a, a breath of spring fresh air when he joins us. Uh, George Cornell, the warden of Simcoe County. Great to have you back, George. Thank you very much. Great to be here, and, and thanks for that intro. Absolutely <laughs> uh, enjoy spring, but... Uh, it's an interesting spring already, mm-hmm. uh, following a very interesting winter that we've had. So yeah. change, I think that's uh, the, <laughs> the norm it appears to be. Absolutely. Uh, last we saw you, uh, we happened to be at the uh, paramedic station uh, sort of official opening. What an uh, extraordinary facility. Well, thank you very much, and uh, thank you to both of you for joining us. Uh, we appreciate that. We had a great turnout, and uh, absolutely right. Uh, great new facility here in the town of Collingwood that uh, is part of our network of paramedic stations that we have through the county and strategically located and uh, equipped to uh, meet the needs of our residents. Uh, and that's that's what that's all about in terms of response times mm-hmm. and having the right equipment and the right people in the right place at the right time. And it's interesting, there's some of the discussions about, uh, you know, I, I hadn't realized how excited expanded the role of the paramedics has become over the last uh, little while. Well, and exactly. And I think that's a reflection of the needs of our residents in terms of the complexity of some of their health situations. Uh, as a, a strategy, we try to encourage our residents to stay in their homes longer. Right. And, and that, uh, again, leads to more challenge in terms of our uh, frontline folks, uh, paramedics, and uh, in terms of what their roles are and uh, with the expertise that they need, they need to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, big applause to them for sure. Uh, let's talk about the provincial review update. We talked a little bit with Brian Saunderson. I asked him the question, uh, could at the end of this update, could they start redefining our borders? Could Simcoe County look completely different or even a little different than it looks now? And I didn't hear that interview, so I'm not sure how uh, Mayor Saunderson responded. <laughs> um, I am all about uh, waiting till we're a little further down the road before right. we get too far in terms of speculation. Um, we as a uh, county council made the decision to uh, convene a workshop, mm-hmm. uh, which we did this uh, past Tuesday, the 19th. Uh, we had a, an excellent workshop, I felt, because uh, you never know going into something like that. And, and given the topic, uh, there were varying opinions around the room. But in fact... What I think surprised uh, some of us, there was a lot of commonality in terms of uh, what our concerns and thoughts were in terms of how we can move this forward. And uh, while we didn't definitively get to answers, uh, it was another solid step in our process in terms of trying to um, understand what the provincial review is looking for and uh, ideally then what we can do as a uh, county government and through our municipalities come forward with some recommendations. So one of the, the key, if I can, one of the key mm-hmm. uh, outcomes of that was that we felt we needed to be, try to get a little more clarity from the province. So we have a county council meeting on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, and through that we look to uh, pass a resolution that will uh, make that ask of the province, that we uh, want to work with the province, we want to uh, come up with some solutions that make sense and are aligned. Can you help us better understand what your objectives are through this process? So yeah, They really haven't stated them. They just said, hey, we're going to do a review not reviewing what or why. Correct. And uh, and I think part of that, in fairness, if uh, uh, is that they want to legitimately hear from the, uh, in this case, there's 82 municipalities that are right. involved in this whole regional review. And they do want to hear from them what their thoughts are before they formulate their ideas. But our sense is that there is an expectation or they do have a few things in mind that they would like to see come out of this regional review. And we would ideally like to better understand that so that we can uh, formulate our recommendations around that as we move forward. Uh, Let's uh, move on to another topic. Uh, Tourism, of course, is uh, important to all of Simcoe County. I would probably argue to our little neck of the side of the tourism uh, of Simcoe County, it's even more important. 
I know that the county gets involved in tourism as a county, uh, but it also seems to be there's each individual municipality is doing their own thing. Uh, is there a way to stream like that? Are we are we double spending in some areas? Um, I guess two comments. Uh, absolutely, I, I can understand your passion for this area. You would see that same passion for other areas sure. throughout the county. Uh, and in fact, the county, uh, in terms of tourism, generates more than a billion dollars for our economy uh, here in the county of Simcoe. We're the fourth most visited region in Ontario, behind Toronto, Ottawa, and the Niagara wow. region. Yeah, which is uh, exactly very, very significant. It's a huge economic driver for us in mm. the county of Simcoe. And, and we have made tourism a priority at uh, staffing, investing in marketing, building experiences for our residents, guests, and visitors. And, and, and the idea is not so much to attract folks here for an event or an occasion. The idea is to attract folks here to experience the area and stay in the area mm-hmm. and enjoy multiple events and multiple activities, um, uh, which then helps because tourism also provides about $500,000 in grants annually. And that supports our local tourism. So I'm not sure that we're duplicating. I think we're complementing okay. from a county level versus a municipal level. And that includes our arts and cultural grants and includes our tourism development fund. So the county is there to reinforce and to support those local objectives that uh, are aligned with the county's objectives in terms of attracting tourism. We also promote a number of other events and activities through the region. For instance, we help with the Collingwood Elvis Festival and the Clearview Small Halls Festivals. And these are important economic and cultural events that uh, contribute to our sense of community throughout the county. Um, And I would like to mention that one of our products that has a local impact here in Collingwood and would be of interest, I suspect, to many of your listeners is our Saints and Sinners Bootleggers Trail. Now, I've heard of this. This is a pretty fascinating idea. It actually is. It's a a pretty cool idea indeed. And it runs throughout the year. And if you go to uh, Mm experience.simco.ca, you'll find a map and the map highlights the various uh, stops that you can make Mm -hmm. throughout uh, or along the trail. So you can make a day trip and go visit a few locations. You can uh, pick a spot, and that's your spot. So the trail features 26 local beverage producers, which uh, many of the stops are right here in Collingwood. And it has a unique trail, and uh, certainly that's something, as I say, residents and visitors alike can enjoy. Uh, Not only are we in the tourism business as a county, uh, you're also in the long-term care uh, fundraising campaign. Uh, I didn't know that the county actually runs several uh, uh, long-term care facilities them, themselves. Right, and thank you for that. Um, and as you and I have chatted, I think, before, that uh, being here with you uh, gives me an opportunity to help help the public, help your listeners mm-hmm. better understand the services that the county does provide, and, and absolutely one of those is long-term care. And in fact, we have three long-term care facilities in Simcoe County. Here in Collingwood, we have Sunset Manor, and that's located at 49 Raglan Street. We also have Trillia Manor in Aurelia. We have the Georgian Manor in Penetanguish and we have the Simcoe Manor in Beaton. And these facilities are home to more than 540 seniors who require the care and service of our dedicated long-term care staff. Um, Just recently, we had the Warden Ski Day, and uh, one of the uh, selfish privileges that I had as the newly elected warden, I do still manage to uh, enjoy a little downhill skiing. We used to have a Warden Ski Day, so we brought it back. And at that day, we launched our new fundraising campaign for our uh, long-term care facilities. And we call it uh, Give a Lift. 
And what we're looking to do is raise funds to replace. There's four buses that we use at each of our facilities to uh, transport the residents to various uh, either events or locations or services that are in their respective communities. Because unlike us, that when we wake up in the morning, we sort of don't think twice about getting our day going and jumping in the car or getting off to our activities. Our long-term care residents, it's not quite the same. Uh They've got to do some planning and in many cases, uh, obviously need some help and assistance in uh, getting through their daily activities. So who qualifies to go to these uh, county-run long-term care centers? Uh, any of the residents in uh, in the county of Simcoe. Okay. There, there is certain criteria. There's some, uh, uh, and I, I want to be careful there, but there is criteria right. off the top of my head. I, uh, I don't think it would be appropriate to kind of try sure. to guess at specifically what that criteria is, but again... Uh, by going to the website, uh, that information is available on the county's website or through our uh, personnel at the uh, long-term care. So along with, uh, I guess, some tax funding, it's not enough, and that's where the fundraising campaign comes from. Correct. Exactly right. So there's the funding through uh, several levels of government, mm-hmm. uh, and in addition, though, uh, like hospitals, in terms of getting equipment, right. uh, we need to uh, have some community fundraising participation. That's why you're looking at $450,000. We are, uh, yeah. Four buses, as you can appreciate, they're not just normal buses. Uh, they need some accessibility components to it, and uh, we're looking at, a uh, for the four of them, $450,000 in total. So this will uh, be a long range. We have a number of events coming up that uh, the warden will be a part of over the next couple of years and we'll look for each of those to uh, focus on this initiative plus some others if folks want to help out with that what should they do uh they are more than welcome to make a donation they can do that at simco.ca slash give a lift george you've uh, been now uh, our uh, our warden for three months that's the probation period <laughs> now, of course in politics uh, it, it isn't the case uh uh, how, how are you feeling? Are you getting comfortable? Are, are, you, are you maybe second-guessing your decision uh, about seven or eight months ago? Now, John, now, John, <laughs> can I ever admit that? No, not at all second, <laughs> not at all second-guessing my decision. Uh, you're right, It's uh, it's been three months. Uh, I think off-air we were saying that I just, I can't believe it's a month since I was last here right. with you, which uh, is great. And I do find that Fridays came, come around much quicker than they used to, yeah. which Ooh. is good. So I'm busy, I'm active, uh, but that's why I was interested in the role. Mm-hmm. I could see that uh, it would give me personally an opportunity for some different challenges to get engaged in some different activities and different levels of government and working with different partners. And all that has come to fruition, fruition plus um, and opportunities like this. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy and uh, I enjoy being a spokesman for the County of Simcoe and speaking on behalf of council. Uh, yeah, so it's it's been a learning experience for sure. Uh, but still enjoying it very much and uh, getting a little more comfortable in the role, absolutely, and uh, looking forward to continuing. How, how are things going with the um, accessible housing? Uh, I know that we've got, got a beautiful uh, bit, couple of buildings now. You do. Uh, they're up and built. Uh, it, things are on schedule and on, on budget? Things are on schedule and on budget, and uh, as I recall, I think we're gearing up for an opening uh, in June of this year. So Excellent. applications, I believe the last yep. couple of times we've been talking about that, and uh, we've been receiving a lot of inquiries and a lot of interest in it. So we're on schedule, on time, and looking forward to that as well. So that'll be an exciting time for us and for the town of Collingwood and your residents. So, Warden George Grinnell, thank you so much for joining us here and talking to the town. Appreciate it. Thank you again.